What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Frequency Podcast. I'm your host, Frankie J. Lopez. Hope you're all doing well. If you've never been here before, welcome. I started Frequency as a platform for just sharing my thoughts on not only music's biggest releases, but also stuff that people might not really be listening to. So hopefully I could put you on to some good shit. The podcast is going to start as just like album reviews and things like that, but I definitely see this expanding and growing over time. You know, stay tuned for that because it's, it's going to be it's going to be really lit. Before we get into the review, got a couple of album suggestions for y'all. Things that I really enjoyed listening to, but I'm not really going to do a deep dive review into it unless, uh, you know, there's a resounding necessity for it. First off, Yola, Stand For Myself. This is a English singer-songwriter, uh, kind of soul, R&B, country music. Nominated for four Grammys in 2020. I had no idea who she was then. This is my first time ever listening to her, and man, she has like a really powerful voice. And there are a handful of tracks on there where the songwriting and the instrumentation are like super in your face, but it also has that like vintage Motown vibe. Really surprised she isn't more popular. Y'all really should check her out. And next on the list, uh, this psychedelic rock album Harmonizer by Ty Siegel. Also someone I haven't listened to in the past. Has been around in indie rock for a really long time, it seems. I just really dig the sound of the album. It's really dope. Definitely something I think that people should check out. Going into the album review, Isaiah Rashad, The House is Burning. 30-year-old rapper from Chattanooga, Tennessee. The seemingly left-field TDE signing from, feels like a decade ago now, it probably was. Uh, five years since his last album, the super critically acclaimed The Sun's Tirade, one of my favorite albums of that year. Zay is one of my favorite rappers of this modern post-2010s rap scene, period. On previous projects, super known for his like introspection, his topics about his upbringing, drug addiction, depression, and just doing it over these like really dope, like laid back airy instrumentals while also being like super aggressive, super in your face. Something that I really fuck with personally. Right before this album came out, he did this Fader article uh, where he was talking about uh, in those last five years being in rehab, dealing with some mental uh, health and addiction issues. So first and foremost, before even getting into this, so happy that you're back, Zay. So happy that you're making music still. I'm happy that you were able to go through that hump because honestly, like you were super important to me before. So it's great to to just have you be here. Naturally, I'm a huge Isaiah Rashad fan. If there's a slight bias in this, it, it'd be like that sometimes. Given his style, his topics, he's someone who I've identified with a lot in the past and whose music is like a staple with me in my rotations. The first track, Dark Side. Great start to this long-awaited album. Really dark strings with this like upbeat piano, super dope instrumental. Uh, Isaiah starts the album pretty much talking about being ready to face the world in a way, with Zay coming out of rehab and dealing with his addictions and depressions recently. Uh, it feels like he's saying, I'm ready to move past this and to go ahead and do what he loves, which we assume is making music and quote-unquote getting rich. Also acknowledging the difficulties um, himself and others experience to get to this sort of place. Love the hook too. Uh, what am I supposed to do while but get rich? That like flow, the little bit of a double time. Um, I think it's wonderful. Definitely sets the tone for the album. Moving on to track two, From the Garden featuring Lil Uzi Vert. Unfortunately, one of my least favorite tracks. And I want to point out uh, a weird sequencing choice, I think. Like given how laid back the majority of this project is, 
it just doesn't seem to set the tone very well. That being said, I mean, it's a banger, but it doesn't really jive with how the rest of the album is going to be in a way. I really do like the energy. It's mostly a bragging track. His bands, his money, fuck the haters. They gonna talk shit when you're not around. Uh, the hook is super high energy. Came out buzzing, came out buzzing. It's really run of the mill, honestly. But once uh, Uzi's verse hit, the song kind of lost me. Uh, it's typical Uzi, nothing special. Isaiah's second verse, nothing special either. I would have been okay with like just a hook and Isaiah's first verse, but I don't know. It just didn't hit for me. I don't really mind a repetitive chorus when the verses are somewhat engaging, but since they were a little lackluster, the chorus starts just becoming annoying to me. The beat's kind of cool though. They have like these like siren noises going on in the background. So sounds kind of sick against the drums and it starts off with this like interesting soul sample, but again, it doesn't really go anywhere. So like, I don't understand what the point of that was. Next song, R.I.P. Young, definitely a bounce back with that smooth shit that we love from Isaiah so much. We love that smooth vibe because uh, he does make that music for the vibers. He starts with this little Project Pat sample, which is interesting because Zay has mentioned in the past that he saw Project Pat as like a father figure on his last album, <laughs> bringing in that like Southern flavor here. Uh, and he does that throughout the album. Uh, this is actually kind of new for Isaiah, even though he's always been like a quote unquote Southern rapper, he's never actually brought like a huge Southern sound to his music. The chorus is super sick. It's kind of like an ode to his label. Uh, say that I'm a cool cat, fuck that, tell them bitches I'm a top dog. Really slick, really classic Zay. Um, super nonchalant delivery, you kind of get lost in the aura of the track. You miss that he's talking about some shit sometimes, talking about where he's from, uh, how people are still kind of living in that life, uh, still flipping in the car, so selling drugs I assume, still hotboxing, guys doing donuts in a parking lot. What stuck with me was the line, ain't nothing but a good day, don't die kind of a callback to like ice cubes it was a good day i would say perhaps to me i don't know that's what i thought don't get it twisted it could still be rough and we could still struggle it's just all about the perspective um so kind of relating to the theme the overarching thing i think of the house is burning where from zay's perspective yeah the house is burning shit can get rough but like you know i'm chilling going on to the next song uh the first single from the album lewicha featuring duke deuce you know, the first single, I kind of wasn't that big of a fan of it at first, but the more I listened to it, the more I loved it. Super, like, aggressive 3-6 Mafia sample, again, bringing in those southern roots. Uh, makes the track sound like, you know, some dirty south shit in 2021. Uh, the hook is fucking infectious. Like, there's no denying it. Big wheel, got that motherfucker skating hard. Chill pill, got me high, but can I lay with y'all? That shit is fucking hot. Zay's versus fire. Not saying much, it's kind of some braggadocious shit, but... You know, where this song succeeds and From the Garden fails is how engaging the chorus is. I feel like having an engaging chorus makes things a little bit more interesting. And I think Isaiah is doing more interesting things sonically with his voice. And also, Duke Deuce, man, that motherfucker can spit, bro. And he brings so much energy onto the track. If y'all haven't heard Memphis Massacre by him, that shit came out, I think, like two years ago. Go check that shit out. It's wild. He's wild. He's really bringing that crunk sound back. Just a fun track altogether. Next, we got Claymore featuring Smino, bringing back that laid back vibe, the smooth chorus from Zay that I appreciate so much. A uh, very bright instrumental, super Smino-like. So makes a lot of sense why he's on this track. Uh, Zay's verse is just talking about the women in his life, chilling with them, having a good time. 
the verse is kind of so-so in my opinion but he does a good job kind of contributing to the vibe of the track this is a good time to kind of talk about like this one persistent issue throughout the album depending on how you sort of view this project zay does have a tendency to blend in with the instrumentals so much at times that you don't really seem to care about what he says and he kind of just wants you to like fall into this trance of the song as opposed to like really paying attention to what he's saying so i could see likely that's what he's going for I'd say my favorite part of Zay in the past was how often he like stood out from those instrumentals and he was able to like be on top of it, demonstrate this dichotomy with his aggression and like the laid backness of actual music of the song. And he throws in like this introspective angle to them. Uh, But on these tracks, on many of them at least, uh, you start seeing where he's often kind of just fading a little bit. But you know, by the time I start getting bored, Smino comes in and starts saving the track, boy great flow great delivery i just love the sound of his freaking voice honestly i don't really care what he has to say i just think he just sounds really good on the instrumental i love smino man i need more music i honestly just keep coming back to this one because of him been way too long we need an album the next song headshots it was the second single off the album and yeah i just love it i loved it when it came out i love it now the beat is super relaxed the hook is beautiful you caught me by surprise in my brand new whip. That shit is so good. Just makes me want to drive down the street with all the windows down. Just be carefree. This song could have fallen into that same issue with Zay kind of blending in the background. But I think he's just spitting some bars in the first verse. Like the flow is so good. Um, numero uno might kick shit like judo, judo. Giving out hoes, not kudos. Pocket fat like Juno, you know. Just like it just like falls into place so beautifully. Um, the second verse kind of lackluster, but honestly, the hook is just so relaxing and it makes me want to like just drive down the highway in the summer. I just love it too much. I replay it constantly. The next song, All Herb featuring Amindi, I believe her name is pronounced. Another one I'm not that into, which is strange because it is kind of topical and introspective, but it's like almost too laid back. Like the beat is super chill, has these like video game type sounds throughout it. Really cool. Uh, the hook is solid, definitely sets the vibe, but the verses are just so bland, I think. Although it feels like Zay is talking about something, it's so vague to an extent that it's like, that's to its detriment. Like, I don't mind a vague, introspecting verse if it's focused, but this one almost feels like so all over the place. Like, he could be just fucking talking about anything. So I just stopped paying attention to it, honestly. Technical difficulties. I don't care for a Mindy. <laughs> I don't care for a Mindy's verse personally. I like her voice a lot, but like, casually listening to it is fine. The verse, kind of bland. Next track, Hey Mista fucking great song zay's flow is infectious on the hook me and my homie was peas and then we was on blaze and we was on chauffeurs and he's not like kind of like like mumbling through it in a way where like it does melt into the beat but it just works really well because his flow is so like engaging there are certain times where the vibe works and there are certain times that the vibe doesn't for this one i think the vibe works i really think that the second verse is what makes the song because Zay like does this sort of distortion effect on his voice where he like layers his voice over itself to deliver these ad libs sounds really cool and I really just like this line where he's like then I put my girls on stocks and some good investments and like he just like plays on top of that plots in a new direction I I love when he says like randomly outlandish shit it always makes me laugh and it kind of hits that theme that we've seen throughout the project where he's just like talking about things to distract him from like you know the the stuff that he's actually going through the next song true story featuring j-rock and jay worthy track starts with this like really dope bass line zay delivers kind of an okay verse he flows well over the beat but i kind of just don't really pay attention to his verse it's not that interesting to me 
there are some interesting lines on there where he says like, why are you trying to break my heart? Why are you trying to infiltrate my mind? And he also says, please don't kill my night out. Please don't kill nobody up in here. I would say those two lines kind of deliver a little bit more of the theme of the album where he's like kind of breaking out of this like trance of like trying to not pay attention to the fact that the house is burning and then start paying attention to the fact that it does out of nowhere, which Zay has like a tendency to do and break out of the trance of a verse and deliver a little bit of introspection along the way. Jay Worthy's verse at the end is boring as hell. Skip it every time. But Jay Rock's verse in the middle, always solid. Jay Rock, the most underrated member of TDE, never gets enough love. He's so funny at times that I I just love like hearing him speak and having him on this like sort of laid back verse is so unlike him. I'm the Eastiest, you know watch all your fee for this. I just like the way he like accentuates like his words and stuff. He just sounds so funny on the track. The next song, What You Said, featuring I Am Dochi, I believe, and Kyle Banks. Third single. Yeah, I don't got much to say except it's kind of boring. Chords are interesting. The beat is all right. Uh, Nothing too engaging. Zay's verse is okay. Although I do like the line, uh, fuck what a person do, reach for some inner peace, naturally. Uh, But the features are super boring, and I just let it play in the background, so I don't really got much to say about that, honestly. Don't Shoot which kind of gets into a really good closing lap on this album. I would say like most of the songs to close out this album are fantastic. Starts with a really awesome baseline groove on the hook. Zay says Southside say you ain't got nothing to live for. So you ain't got nothing to lose, but don't shoot with don't shoot kind of like being echoed by some background singers kind of gives you a little bit of like a chill down your spine. I would say this is like a double entendre in a way, like considering Zay's environment growing up and the, you know, sadness I'm sure he's experienced. He's kind of saying, like, look, shit's rough right now, but there's only one way to go, and it's up from here, so, like, you got something to live for. And it's also worth noting that it's likely that this also has to do with, like, police brutality and speaking to that. The second verse is actually very powerful and can kind of, like, go over people's heads because it does fall into, you know, the prey of this album of Zay being into the background of of the beat, but it's a description of, like, his environment and one that can lead many people down to a path of violence, but also one that can lead people down to like a path of addiction. So like he has this powerful bar where he's like, you was looking to a light and I was looking for a lighter. I was fucking with the fire in the worst way. Kind of alluding to the fact that he uses drugs to escape his immediate environment while others dealt in like violence or illegal activity. Not necessarily saying one is like better or worse than the other because both can be dangerous in their own ways but painting this picture of like what a certain environment can do to certain people and like how they try to use certain vices in order to get out of that environment. A really great verse. I recommend people listen to it intentionally next time they do because it's really easy to get lost in the background. Next song, Chad featuring YG Tut. Love the hook. Great hook. Uh, It's like an interpolation of Pimpsey's verse on Jay-Z's Big Pimpin'. If I wasn't rapping, baby, I would still be Rad Mercedes. Keeping that Southern influence, claiming he'd still be making money one way or the other, even if it wasn't rapping. YG Tut delivers a really solid verse. Zay's verses are a little vague, but he touches on dealing with stresses, often through substances, and trying to stay relaxed. So, you know, typical Zay, but that hook is dope. Next song, 9-3 Freestyle. All he's really doing is talking some shit. <laughs> and it, it, it does sound like a freestyle. I mean, there's some funny bars on here too. Like, that girl ain't need a dollar from this shit. It's Ebenezer. That's just funny. Um, there's a real, like, strong Southern influence coming in here again, especially on the bridge where he's like, all my dogs got it filled up. It's real crunk. And then, like, got a bunch of people, like, just bringing in that energy. Super energetic track. He's just flowing. The next song, Score, featuring SZA and Black. 
produced by Kenny Beats. Super random because I would not have expected Kenny Beats to produce a low-key R&B track. But uh, this one's interesting because it features two artists that I'm a fan of. One in SZA, who I'm like a huge fan of. Where's the album? And this one has like kind of grown on me. I would say it's a bit disappointing considering the features. Topic of looking for that like ride or die, finding someone to play right in the game of love with every performer on the track, kind of playing with the concept of love being a game and that needs to be played right, keeping score. SZA has a really good vocal performance and Black actually stays on topic, which is nice. So it's not to say that it isn't a solid track. It's just not like my favorite say SZA combo since I feel like all they did was put together this like run of the mill R&B track as opposed to like trying to do something conceptual or interesting, which they've done in the past with like really great songs. So pretty disappointing, but bounces back with the next song, the second last song on the album, my favorite song on the album, THIB, presumably standing for the house is burning given as the title track, another Southern interpolation in there with Goody Mob and one that we've actually heard before on Travis Scott's Astro World, the uh, who's that creeping in my window. Zay kind of flipped the line and the concept in an interesting way. He uses the line to like put a bow on the album's concept saying, you know, who's that creeping in my window? Who's that fucking with my conscience? I was flipping the line to kind of talk about his own mental health and the way he like views himself. Going into the verses, Zay goes into naming all like these vices and realizing that at the end of the day, they do very little for him. So chain swinging, still empty, fuck it. Hose chasing, still empty, fuck him. I don't even like Henny, fuck it. So chain swinging, money, hose chasing, sex, uh, Henny drinking, like all these things that, you know, you start chasing, but you still feel empty after the fact. Uh, Second verse, soul searching, no purpose, purchase, been an addict, been starving, thirsty, still greedy, don't tease me, serving. Essentially talking about how he's struggling to find happiness, even though he has access to money, drugs, women. At the end of the day, He's still looking outward to satisfy that itch when he should really be looking at himself. So when he's talking about the house burning, he is talking about himself. He's talking about the fact that mentally speaking, shit's not going real good and the house is burning, but it's kind of like that meme with the dog inside the house and the house is burning and he's just like chilling, pretending like everything's fine. That's kind of what's happening here. Zay sees all this shit going on around him and he's not able to really stop it, but he's, you know, acting like everything is fine. I think in this song, it's like a good way of self-reflection because not only is he realizing that here, but he's also understanding that at the end of the day, strip that stuff away. You're kind of left looking in the mirror and realizing that only you yourself can truly and ultimately heal yourself. You need to give yourself the space to heal. And I would say that this song portrays those themes in a very straightforward, but meaningful way with a lot of depth especially just specifically with the hook of who's that creeping in your window and who is that fucking with your conscience i was love that song honestly i listen to it a lot and then the closing track hbtu i would say it's probably happy birthday to you it would make sense really great closing track like a soliloquy track um kind of like an update of where zay's mental is at uh it reminds me of like a drake 5 a.m in toronto 9 a.m in dallas type of vibe like where he's just kind of talking about where everything is going Beat is upbeat, some really dope horns and like bells with like a soulful background vocal to it. Just seems like Zay's in a good place, you know? Bucket list, scratching off some shit you've never dreamed before. Uh, dope line. Nice soulful hook. I want my payback, it's all for you. Love when Zay like sings a little bit. I like when rappers sing, even if they're not good singers. I think it's uh, authentic and endearing. And then the second verse, there's a lot of great lines in there. <laughs> this is great. He says, somehow I always keep it peaceful when I come by hundreds. Always looking for a good time, Sonny. That's just my first name. 
don't holler about your father incentive. It's just a birthday. And a warning for repeating a cycle would be the worst way. Them girls always calling my number like it's a jersey. Them girls always treating my Johnson like it's a person. No matter what could happen, what happened to have in purpose. Those are just some fucking great bars. And it's an overall really great closing track. But all in all, great album. Favorite tracks, I would say, are R.I.P. Young, Headshots, Chad, The House is Burning, and HBTU. So what I would improve... Sometimes I think I just need more energy from Zay. Occasionally I like when he blends back into the beat, but I do love when he's like a lot more aggressive on top of the track. Otherwise I'm also into like a little bit more introspection and a tighter concept, kind of like what he did on Sylvia demo, but you know, he wasn't looking to do that on this album and that's all right. It's his album. He does what he wants to do. Um, In regards to like closing remarks, all in all, I enjoyed this project quite a bit. It's definitely my least favorite Isaiah Rashad project, but that doesn't mean it isn't great. I could see people saying that it's their favorite depending on what they're looking for. Ultimately, this is a vibe album. You could put this album on in the background and everyone's going to love it, or you can intentionally listen to it and people are going to love it. I think for me, the introspection and energy of like a Sylvia demo, it just holds like a special place in my heart. And like Sun's Tirade, the vibe of that album and some of the deeper cuts on there, just like are so important to me. And maybe it was just the time it came out in my life. On the tier of S to F, S being like a superb classic, like Sylvia Demo shit. You know, this is a B plus. I think this is a really solid album. I think it's great. I'm happy that he's back. I'm happy that he's making music again. I'm happy that his mental is doing well because that's really all that's important. And to leave y'all with some words of wisdom before logging off, I'd like to leave my listeners with a little bit of something, usually from our album of the day. Uh, And this is from the last track, HB2U. Zay says, if you don't ever get yourself straight, who the fuck gonna help you, man? Amen. All right, (laughs) y'all. Hope you enjoyed listening. Check out my other reviews whenever they're up because it's the first one. Uh, Working on getting the Instagram page and a bunch of other shit too. Uh, So look out for that. Deuces.